Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Dorkiest Timeline Podcast. The tangent, the offshoot to the two fanboys of the Filthy Casual Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Krija. I'm Dennis. This is Lewis. Hold on, really quickly. Dennis was had his head down before he said, I'm Dennis, and he just popped up and scared you the have crap to. out of me. Scared this crap out of me. I was like, I see Dennis is oh sorry. Harold, I'm Harold. I'm I'm a scaredy cat and I just got psyched out. Okay. It's October. It's, it's, it's the late. month of jump scares. Yeah. It's late. We're tired. <laughs> I love the fact that I like the fact that old man Lewis is like, come on, guys, it's 851. I have to wake up early tomorrow. I do. Your nephew has basketball practice at six in the freaking morning, man. Who does that? Uh, I know. That's when I start work. <laughs> mountain time or that. Pacific Standard? Take that, Lou. <laughs> in the face. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> as, as you probably have noticed, we're all here. All four of us are here. I'm happy. We're in full force. Um, I this. I feel like we're better together, you know? No uh, offense to the other shows when there, <laughs> you know, are a couple of us or one of us is missing, but all four, come on. Yeah. I mean, have we tried it without Lewis? Hey. <laughs> I mean, we did those t- couple of test episodes when he was. And those were great. And it was just you, me, and Chris, and we were just like, damn, this is. It, it was like, is, we were zing, clicking. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. It was like Chris's favorite game. It was like a pinball machine, like da, 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 just yeah, ideas. It was just flippers flapping. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know what I'm saying. The flippers flippers. Come on. Yeah. That's what you the first call it nowadays. <laughs> yes. Who well, invited Lewis? We're running around. That's I thought we were flippers flappers were going. I thought we were purposely trying to extend how late we were doing this right now. So like just in the, the <laughs> middle, in the middle of this, Lewis just gotta tap out and be like, dude, I got. I'm, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just tired. Like, you're just waiting for me to be the guy to be like, I can't record tonight, fellas. Yeah, feel free to complete my thoughts for me, guys. Not <laughs> like government jobs do do anything. Come on. I know. That's why nothing gets done, baby. <laughs> I'm a supervisor. That's why we're having a. Good luck with those <laughs> I know exactly. Hey, that's the federal dude. I, I, I no. got little. I got little to nothing to do with that. <laughs> it's about all all that talk with the shutdown. Lewis is there, they're just like you're just like smoking cigarettes for some reason. Like, <laughs> you know, Perry Mason. Dude, what, what is this? <laughs> well, of all the things you can pull out, it's Perry Mason. I couldn't think of anybody <laughs> else who like smokes cigarette anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, it turns out Perry Mason. It's Perry Mason, dude. Come on, man. I don't think I've ever seen that. Perry Mason smoke a cigarette. Well, okay, cool. Anyway, <laughs> you leave me in my dated references, man. They're so random. <laughs> it's getting late. I'm tired. I know. We shouldn't. I mean, yeah, it is kind of late, but we're here. We're here for the entertainment um, of our, our, our followers. So there you go. <laughs> I know. Thanks, listeners. We do this for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Curtis, I don't know if you're in that in on that conversation, but a few episodes ago, it came uh it came to our attention that um, listen, our downloads like had a big jump. 
a while ago. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure if it was uh, Dennis talking about uh, The Flash or maybe it was one of the episodes that you were part of. But, hey, hopefully we can cat- capture that magic again uh, during the holidays. And, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I did hear that episode. I'm sorry, Dennis, what did you say? I'm just going to talk about The Flash the whole time. <laughs> I'll, I'll make that sacrifice. Wow, be, well, it's that... it's getting kind of late for me, guys. <laughs> what is you know favorite, what the Barbie what is favorite um a hobby, the Flash. <laughs> I was gonna say what you know what the Barbie mo- movie was missing Ezra Miller. Hmm. 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 He might have been counterintuitive to the whole idea of that movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. yes, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, so. Onto our topic, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, we I do mean, have a topic today. We do have a topic. It's not just going to be just us making fun of Lewis. <laughs> or or making fun of making fun of Harold. Looks like he's camping right now. What the hell are you doing over there? That was I know uh, a lantern. <laughs> I bought a. Why fan... do you have a lantern? It's a fan light. <laughs> Good old time, old timey lantern, dude. Lexi, what is it with yeah. you and old timey now, Lewis? No, I thought it was like it's, his it's microphone looked like, like a lantern. Mason. I thought he was going full Bray Wyatt tonight, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I get it. He passed away, great wrestler, but come on, man. <laughs> Trying to get his beard, bro. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> Trying to make it your personality for now. I get it. That's cool. Wait, Harold, do you have a fan light? Like a yeah, light? What? It's a it's a portable fan that also has a light. Um, it was my genius idea that during my uh lunch breaks because mm-hmm. we don't have like a personal space for lunch breaks that I would just hang out in my car and play Marvel Snap. I mean uh um uh mm-hmm. do cool stuff that cool people do. <laughs> and uh I was like, but it's we live in the valley, so it was like 110 degrees and I'm not trying to leave my air conditioning on because according to my dad I'm gonna pass out and die one of these days from that. So I saw this on Amazon for like eight bucks and I was like, oh, it's a portable fan that it's rechargeable, but also in case earthquakes happen. No, no, if there's an earthquake, a, a fan or a, a fan is like the last thing you need because you're, you're using up the battery for the damn light. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. This is the worst idea ever. But but for my <laughs> if there's an earthquake in my car. Hey. <laughs> I'm safe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're not survivalists here, guys. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Yeah. He's missed, he, he missed a few episodes of uh, Doomsday Prep, I guess. You know, I, I really think that uh, Harold prepped for this topic way too much, and he just decided, okay, what would a real life Ken be like? <laughs> yeah, I think I think Ken would buy a, a flash portable fan. Oh, absolutely, with a, with a portable fan. Yeah, I mean, and he would think it was the greatest thing in the world. I'm I'm not yeah, saying that you're right, dude. I'm I mean, not it. saying that I I have more mental capacity than the character of. Ryan Gosling in that movie, but it's pretty similar. Let's not let's let's, let's not joke ourselves here, guys. Yeah, hold on. Oh. Turn on your fan light, and we'll, we'll play a game. We'll, we'll just uh, point yeah. the light everywhere, and we'll just count the number of things that Ken would actually own. Nope, we're not going to do that in my room <laughs> because it's 
It's gonna get bad. Harold's <laughs> job is beach. Okay, guys, leave him alone. I'm pretty sure he has a jacket right now. <laughs> no, it's just an ascot, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this so much. Gold, guys, this is gold. I love that Harold is our. We're still like, hey guys, we haven't gotten the topic yet. Our listeners are like, wait, what are they gonna be talking about today? <laughs> Lewis has been doing the sign for like let's get to it, but he forgot that he doesn't turn the, the camera off so nobody sees. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, couldn't see it, could not. I, I can't it. afford the the more expensive bandwidth, guys. Yeah, you know maybe you can find a uh, a modem with a fan. <laughs> yeah. It has to have a light on it. <laughs> yeah. It has to be two pronged, if you know what I'm saying. It should like be outlets. counterproductive. You guys said it, there should be like a, a fan with like a, a lighter or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't light these candles after the earthquake. <laughs> this thing said windproof. <laughs> Where does the wind keep coming from? Get get on it, Harold. Get, get on that invention. It's genius. It's like the underwater candle. It's bound to happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. happen. Um, if you guys haven't guessed already, but our topic for tonight or today, wherever, whenever you're listening to this, um, we're gonna talk about Darby. It's been a while. We it, this is an episode that was a long time coming. Um, so I'm glad that we get to talk about it. I know a few of us have seen it. Um, and Lewis, you mentioned that it's gonna be streaming soon. Yeah, I believe it's going to be, yeah, it's already streaming, uh, you know, oh, pay-per-view, whatever it is, uh, whatever the new term is. And uh, I, I know that during the holidays, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to start dipping, uh, dropping into one of the uh, major uh, streaming services. So, yeah, I think it's still uh, a fun topic that I would love to hear everybody's, like, input on. I think, uh, yes, it is three guys and a wonderful lady in on this podcast, but I think there's enough of a diverse diverse uh, background here that I would really love to hear what everybody thought of the movie. I think, like you mentioned, I think everybody's had a chance to see it in one way, shape, or form. And yeah, I, I think uh, there's uh, a few things that we've agreed on, a few things that we've disagreed on, and I'm really kind of looking forward to seeing where we stand on this movie. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you lived under the cave, you would know that um, you know, the topic of Barbie, the movie itself, has been uh, pretty polarizing. It's It was a box office smash. It made more, I mean, it, it's uh, it, it came out the same weekend as Oppenheimer, which was a huge, you know, what to do in pop culture because, of course, there were the memes and the jokes. But at the same time, in, in the real in the real sense of words, like, is this movie about a uh, a, a decades-old uh, toy going to hold up against, you know, Christopher Nolan's latest um uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, newest film uh, with with this huge hype machine behind it, and yeah, lo and behold, it outdid Oppenheimer and all the other movies that came afterwards. So, uh, but but besides that, yes, there was well, there was also a lot of like weird cultural and uh, gender political uh, things that came up about it. So I again, uh, I want to, I'd love to say that we're smart enough, or some of us here are smart enough to talk about it. I just like kind of delve around it, but yeah, I think I'd love to hear what everybody thinks about it. And now that, like I said, we've uh, all had a chance to see it. I love the fact that Lewis said that some of us are smart enough to talk about it. I'm not going to say I am. I'm, I, I think I'm humble enough to say I'm not smart enough to articulate myself like I used to, but 
Yeah, movies loud go boom. Margot Robbie pretty. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, that, that's okay. my review of the movie. That's my review oh of the movie, my. folks. Ryan oh Gosling, always handsome. Okay, well, at, at least that one we can agree on. <laughs> oh, agreed. But you don't agree that Margot Robbie's pretty? Come on, man. I mean, I don't know about the movie Go Boom, but... Oh, okay, yeah. That was, that was the other movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, who wants to start? Um, uh, Lewis, since you, you seem to be uh, out of sorts today and you want you want to go by really quickly, um, uh, how about you start? You know, uh, if you if it's cool with you guys, what we'll do is yeah, let me just share my review of it real quick or what I thought about the movie, and then like later we'll talk about the actual nitty gritty about it. Um, I saw this movie at a whim. Uh, my wife and I had a date night. I want to say almost a month after the movie came out. So in a sense, it felt like the the hype kind of came down, or at least we thought that it would have come down at the time. And I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Uh, again, uh, I don't think I had any right. It was one of those movies like, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yes, there was a lot of hype, a, a lot of positive word of mouth. Uh, again, it on the surface it could have been it could have been just like one of those uh cash grab kind of things like in the same summer that we have a, a transformers movie and a another indiana jones movie and you know all, all these other uh repeats and you know ips that have been translated to, to film you know it could have been just another one that that kind of fell to the wayside or just another like i said another cash grab but it actually felt or i, I saw it and i walked out smiling and just having a really great experience and unfortunately it's not something i can say for the other movies that i actually went to see in theaters for this this year um again th this was a pretty stacked summer um again uh well, another mission impossible another fast and furious movie uh like i said another indiana jones movie and a lot of sequels a lot of original movies but yeah this one was honestly the only one that i walked out with smiling and i couldn't help but like yeah it, it was a great opportunity that my wife and i were able to share and just chatted about how funny, irreverent, and like, I don't know, like it just didn't take it, it, it in in not taking itself so seriously. It forced me to take it seriously. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, it doesn't. But um, I loved it a lot. I thought it was very funny, very well made. Cast was great. Um, and the material itself, like I said, it could have been corny. It could have been uh, lowbrow. But they decided to go in this direction. And I'm kind of glad that they did. So, uh, again, I liked it a lot. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I recommend it to anybody that would listen to me after the fact, uh, which I think Dennis actually can claim that he did that first. He was telling us to go watch it. But, yeah, I digress. But that's my review, my quick and dirty review of uh, the Barbie movie. Yeah, I'll go. Um, I, <coughs> I went in watching it, and I, would, I wouldn't say it was my idea. I mean, having a a, a wife and a daughter, um, when we, they heard that there was a Barbie movie, it was pretty much, you know, um, a given that we were going to watch this movie. Uh, we watched it opening weekend. Um, and, you know, I, I don't necessarily try to look at reviews for anything. But um, if you guys remember um, how it was, it, like, I mean, even before there was already like reviews of, for both good and bad, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, people already were like kind of, um, you know, praising it and some, and some people are kind of lampooning it just, um, you know, just um, and it seemed like there was this divide. And I walked into that movie hoping, to be honest with you, like part of me was a little like um, uh, was a little bit negative thinking kind of like, you know, how how good can this be? Mm -hmm. but part of me <clears throat> was like, 
I hope this is better than what I was thinking it was going to be. And pleasantly surprised is, I think, an understatement for me. I, the moment I started watching it, I, I kid you not, um, uh, uh, Harold, I think this is my newest La Bamba. Um, <laughs> there were, wow, there were moments in it where I was literally in tears, you know, um, and I don't know if it was because I, I was sitting next to my daughter, um, and, and most likely it was, but there were scenes in it that just really impacted me. Um, and the funny part was, in my head, there was a running commentary because I was in my head, I was enjoying everything, but at the same time, I was thinking to myself, I get why there are a lot of people who are against this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't agree with it, yeah. but I see why there were so many people. Um, if, if people were only focused on these certain things and didn't try to accept the message of the actual movie, then I I could understand why there were so many people that were that was condemning it, that was talking about how it was anti-masculine, that it mm-hmm. was, um, you know, it was um, putting um a, a men down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and it it, it was funny. Like I, by by the end of the thing, I remember, um, you know, my wife and I usually have like a conversation regarding like the the movie and everything, and I I, I was you know, and the, the, one that was one of the questions was was it anti-man? I was like. No, it was actually, it was actually, um, it was, it, it was actually, for, at least it was for me the opposite. It was, it was, the movie was portraying, this is what a man is not supposed to be. This is, this is what, if you, if, if this is, this is the, the negative stereotypes of what a, 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 the dumbest stereotypes you can give for a man. Now, if you're offended because that was something that insulted you, then I think that's a reflection on you at that point. <laughs> yeah. You know, but. I, I kid you not. There were moments, um, like uh, I, I still, I still now. There's that scene at the very, very beginning. I don't know why it got me. Where um, uh, Barbie is sitting, there, like goes to like the the bus stop, um, and there's that lady who was like um, old and everything, and the lady kind of like was kind of talking about it, and she, like um, uh, Barbie kind of says, like expresses how beautiful she was. For some reason, that got me. I was like, whoa, you know, I, and there were just like moments in between the whole movie where I was like, man, I, I can't believe, I can't believe that this movie went this far and it's actually hitting like the, the, the beats that I would have wanted to. So um, um, for me, it was uh, like, I think it's the best movie that um, of, of the year. Um, and I can't wait to uh, watch it um, on a streaming because um, you know, it, it's something I'm looking forward to. I'll go. Um, this movie, first of all, trash. Was no, no, no. <laughs> was very difficult for someone like me to watch. A man, and the but the way the the reason I say this is, uh, we all know I'm like a single dude, uh, who's at the moment sort of handicapped. So making the trek to a movie theater is always going to be difficult, especially if it doesn't have like reclining seats or whatever, because I'm bougie like that. But um, imagine trying to watch this movie as a single man who has a newly fresh beard all by himself. um, And then, you know, being like, I'm here to watch the Barbie movie and just one dude. And for me, it felt really awkward to try and do that. (laughs) Um, It was also 
I apparently only go to movie dates with women who do not want to watch this kind of movie. Um, and by what, what I mean by that is that um, the one of the people that I watch movies with, we had watched Oppenheimer a week before or the same week. And I was like, okay, we watched Oppenheimer. Um, strangely enough, your choice would my choice be for us to watch the Barbie movie? And um, I was like, do you want to watch the Barbie movie? And she kind of straight up said, well, I never really played with Barbie. She's from another country. Um, so, I mean, not someone who grew up with a Barbie thing and who for the most part seems uh, that it wouldn't be her bag. And I was trying to convince her the whole time. I'm like, if me, a guy who... Mm-hmm. tries to portray himself as being at least somewhat masculine uh, is willing to watch this movie and you know you who biologically are a woman <laughs> i don't know if this is right to say that anyways but like um you know i, I was like okay you don't want to watch it that's fine i asked my other friends um my other friend said you can take uh your goddaughter to watch it and that seemed creepy because you know the only way I'm going to get to watch this movie is if I take my goddaughter. Yeah, with me. grown man with another person's child. All right. Yeah, and it's like, and I was like, no, <laughs> hold no, up, no, hold no. up, hold up there. I go, no, 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 this is not going to happen that way. Please have um, a seat here, sir. Yeah, so I literally had to wait until it was available streaming for me to be able to catch it. Because as much as I, uh, you know, I am a homebody, though, you know, I really don't like leaving my house to do anything but go to work. And I was like, okay, I don't. Uh, if I'm going to watch this movie by myself, I might as well just wait until it's available to stream. And then, uh, so I was able to catch it on stream and I enjoyed a lot of it. It wasn't for me, at least it wasn't as, um, I could see the appeal. I could see why it made a billion dollars. Um, it, it was, it is one of those things where upon, you know, um, Sub sequential substen sub anyways further viewing if you watch it more than once sequential viewing um you would get more things out of it than you know uh you probably would have done the first time like if dennis was able to find moments like that in the first viewing imagine what else he could find in subsequent subsequent is the word i was looking for subsequent views and uh at the time when i was watching it i, I was like i totally get this in terms of the appeal of it I, I loved everybody's performances in it. Um, I wish for the most part that uh, the sto- the par- the parallel stories of America Ferrara's character and Barbie um, were in tune a little bit more. It was just, it felt really strange to me. Uh, I wish it was just, I guess the transition was a little bit smoother. And then, you know, the daughter having the hard turn from... I hate all of this and to, oh my God, we must do everything to uh, uh, save this land. land. I was like, that was, that turn was a little quick, but I'll give it to you because uh, you are the actress who, uh, you know, portrays every uh, child version of every superhero in this uh, universe. And, but for everything it was, I get it. I can understand why people would not like this movie in terms of being uh, overly parodied, but the same people who are offended by that kind of um, humor or uh, direction 
are the people who are like, you can't, you don't know how to take a joke where they're mm -hmm. overly masculine and be like, oh, you, you know, um, you can joke about everything, but for some reason you can't joke about being too masculine. And that for me is the best parody I've seen in a long time. Uh, Ryan Gosling playing the hell out of that role <laughs> and literally making people who see themselves in that character realizing at the very end that, oh, they were, this guy was pretty much the villain the whole time, even though it's kind of obvious to everybody else. But, you know, it's like, oh, he's just uh, learning or uh, teaching what he's learned in the new world and uh, spreading it to everybody else here. And I'm like, that's colonialism, bro. <laughs> and <laughs> there is a lot more than just political talk in this thing. And I just found the parody uh, extremely uh, gratifying. Um, I would watch it, you know, it, probably in a group or anything. It doesn't feel like to me uh, another movie that I'd watch by myself again because, you know, just getting what I got out of the first viewing, I think I was fine with it. So, but I would, I would watch it again, just probably not by myself. I just want to say how happy I am to be surrounded by guys who get it. Um, I, I love this conversation and I love your takes on it because I mean, I mean, they're definitely your points of views, but I also understand. And I'm glad that you got that from a movie about a doll, you know, that originated as a doll. Um, for me, I also did see it opening weekend and I loved how it was such an event. I feel like we talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, but I just seeing people of all ages like show up to the theater, you know, taking the time to like get out of their house when, you know, all this is, you know, the world is happening, um, but to take time, go to the theater, watch it with everyone, wear something pink. It was, it, it kind of like made me feel like COVID never happened, you know, like being in a movie theater, you guys, I've, I've watched movies with you guys and, you know, even before COVID and, I love the, the, not ceremony, but it, it's just like a special thing to watch a movie in the theater, right? You're surrounded by people and you're laughing out loud and, you know, I don't know. I just, it, it just made me feel like being in a, in a theater and watching a movie there, it, it's back, you know, like, it, it, like the, it's now the event that it once was. So it's kind of cool. Um, I also did not know what to expect from the movie. I mean, the trailer came out and it was like that ripoff of um, that Stanley Kubrick movie that I can't think of. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's going to come to me like in the middle of a, a another sentence. But Space Odyssey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Did Lewis, the, Lewis actually got like a preference. <laughs> Shut up, Thank you, Lewis. Uh, there's, a, the there's, there's a sweet spot where I'm like tired and it's late, and my 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 mind's actually uh, firing on all cylinders. You know what I was about to say though is I was like, is it The Shining? Was there a commercial? <laughs> was there a trailer about The Shining and all the blood was pink? Or did I miss there was. Movie? It was just pink ooze. <laughs> it was Barbie pink. I would which, watch that which, movie. Which my wife had to correct me, by the way. She's like, there's Barbie pink. It's not just pink. Yeah. It's Barbie pink. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you, babe. They ran out. <laughs> yeah, there was a yeah, a definite shortage. Um, but yeah, I didn't know what to expect from watching the trailer. 
Um, but I'm a fan of Greta Gerwig. I, I've seen most of her movies, not all of them. Um, I love what she did with Lady Bird. I love what she did with Little Women. Um, and, and there's like a running theme. And I think Barbie is included in this, in her, you know, her collection of movies. It's showing like different perspectives of characters that we kind of grew up knowing um, and kind of like flipping it on its head. I don't know if you guys have seen her version of Little Women, but it's great. It's really good. Um, you get to see a whole other side, uh, a different perspective of all the March sisters. Um, anyway, that's another thing. Um, but yeah, so I was a fan and that's why I wanted to see it. I wanted to see what um, what Greta Gerwig's vision um, would be, you know, getting the, you know, the rights to this movie, rights to, you know, portraying this iconic doll. Um, so I wanted to see what would happen. Um, and obviously I loved it. And I too cried <laughs> many times. Um, and I would look around and I see young women, little girls, like in the theater with me. And I don't know, it made me feel like this is something that's not only relatable, but also that also like shares a deep message that maybe they won't understand yet. But when they do, maybe they'll see it in 10 years, 20 years, and they'll remember the time where they saw it and, and, and realize that now as an older person, the movie means something more to them something different um so that was my experience in the theater just watching watching people watch it <laughs> um and and I think going back to not knowing what to expect I mean how many other movies about toys have we seen and like rock'em sock'em robots like what what <laughs> no offense to that but I think that might have made people a little skittish to go. Uh, hold on. <laughs> real Steel. <laughs> With Hugh Jackman. You don't make fun of Real oh, Steel. Oh, no, I know. Definitely no offense to Real Steel, uh, a.k.a. Rock'em Robots. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like maybe that's why people wouldn't want, like, um, I don't know. Maybe that's why people wouldn't want to rush to this. Um just you know, I just didn't know what to expect. Um, people are, you know, not just afraid, but I think they're. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. No, I think. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, like nowadays, social media goes both ways. Like the the hype sure. can get there because you're right. I did. Uh, my wife, my nieces, and my sister and my sister in law, they all got dressed up in pink. They didn't even see the movie. They went to the Santa Monica pop up, and like it's it was an event movie like you said it's an event movie that people got dressed up for and got excited for and like yeah and the the great the, you know maybe it's just an la thing or a, a southern california thing but you know women men kids adults were in on it 
but again like i said it does go both ways like so you you get caught up in the hype you really see like oh maybe i should check out this movie but of course on the other side too uh the social media machine also goes uh, the other way where it says like oh this is against men and this movie hates men and this don't mm-hmm. don't take your sons to this because they're gonna feel bad about it or if you if you take your daughters into the they're gonna be feminists and they're gonna grow out their armpit hair it's like oh, okay well i don't know about that guy but um it's so i, I, oh, I get, heaven forbid they become feminist body hair on a woman it was like anyway like um I, so i get that and i can still see that yeah you know there are some <coughs> excuse me there are some uh, there's definitely parts where it's uh you know of course the 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 sad the saddening and crushing moment in the movie where barbie comes into the real world and she realizes wait my the message the message of barbie didn't come across the women are not in charge and uh they're actually second third class citizens uh in, in the real world was yeah it was from my perspective of course it's crushing because yeah not to sound like will ferrell but i too am a son of a of a mother and a, a husband of a of a woman, so like it's I, I know I know it's a Barbie movie, but the kudos to the guys moving in this movie because like they acted the poo out of this. Uh, but yeah, like it's yeah, it's it's eye opening in a good way. Uh, I hope like like Dennis said, I hope people did kind of come into this uh, with an open perspective, or maybe yeah, maybe they kind of felt like they had to go because of yeah, their mom, their wife, their daughter their niece or whatnot but hopefully people walked away with it with you know the bigger message and um unfortunately unlike courage i haven't seen any of uh i'm sorry what's the director's name uh, <laughs> Greta Greta, 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 uh but I, I i yes i have heard of lady bird and uh and all of her stuff so i know that she's she's a good pedigree but unfortunately yeah i'm not familiar with her stuff but yeah if this is anything like her like i like the subdued messages yes this the you know some of the the america first speech at the end is very like yeah, it's it it, it punches you right in the face it's not very subtle about the the feelings and the um the struggles of being a woman in in this day and age but at the same time like it had to be said and i'm glad it was said in that way uh if it was a transformers movie it would have been a lot rougher because it's tough to take those things seriously but yeah i think in this i don't know how in this context they just hit the they they found that uh, right mix i guess of comedy subtlety reality and uh getting the right cast to do it so yeah yeah i, I kind of agree I, I think it was a you know you know you, you were saying it, they they didn't they, they took it seriously but at the same time they didn't take it seriously to the point where um it was um you know it was too quote unquote offensive to people you know, it was almost like they told the line, like, what is it? What is it that we can we can say? What is it we can do without going um, and uh, offending one side or another? You know, I mean, like the you know, you're talking about the speech that uh, with American Fair, uh, America Fair, like, you know, like, like, as you said, it was it was blood. It was it was things that that um, uh, but there wasn't anything there that anybody could have argued against right there wasn't anything mm-hmm. like wait a minute you know it doesn't make any sense it, you know she was great girl was able to just get the message across and you know and basically it's almost like well you do you know it was almost a message of you do now we've told you this now you do what you want to do with it right yes yes there's yes, no yes. there's no other next step of you know shame on you there was there, there was yeah no, know which which that's a good point there wasn't a sense of shame on you right i i love and 
I, I and if it did, the movie would probably not have the reception that it did. Um, so I agree with you guys both. Lewis, perfect, a perfect mix. I think you said you called it that, and yeah, I agree. I think that's the thing that I find still hilarious about it is the people who, this is just people in general, by the way. If you're looking for something to get offended by, you're bound to find something. Mm. Um, There's always going to be something where people don't technically agree on everything. If you listen to any stand-up set in general, if you're laughing at it, that's fine. That's what the whole point of it was. But there's always going to be like maybe one little thing you're going to be like, oh, I don't think I should have laughed at that, but it's fine. You move on with it for this. That's what I feel about this movie is America for our speech. If you're looking to get, if you think there's something in this movie to be offended by and you watch that part and you go, Oh, they're talking about me or they're talking about the values that I hold dear to me. And apparently my values are wrong because it doesn't line up or it doesn't align with what this movie is saying about how things happen in the real world. And, it's just always going to be a lose-lose for anybody who's trying to do something different. That's the thing that's great is this movie is completely different from anything that I thought, like you guys said, I the expectations coming into this was like, oh, it's going to be a silly movie about um, uh, toys and then toys going into the real world. A little bit like, mm-hmm. a, a, like a real world toy story. And it was more of a mixture of um, like the Lego movie and kind of the adventures that they have outside mm, of yeah. Andy's room in Toy Story, mm-hmm. but mixed mixed with real world stuff and with real world problems because the people in the Lego movie, the people in uh, Transformers and the people in um, Toy Story, they do not really have to deal with real world problems. And I'm, yes, I'm saying that about Transformers because, you know, no one's really going out there fighting giant robots and be <laughs> like, oh, dude, <laughs> What do we do about this robot problem? I mean, eventually it's probably going to happen, but currently that's not a thing that we're looking forward to. But like with this, it's like if I was raised a certain way this way and now I have these new beliefs, um, is it okay for me to bring these beliefs back to people? that Like, like I learned some new stuff. I uh, This is what I think I learned. And then it's like, oh, you're saying that that's a bad thing or you're saying that that's a thing that's going to turn everybody negative towards what they're learning. That's not the whole thing. That's not the um, moral of this story. The moral of the story for me, at least was that yes, everybody has to learn new things. You cannot just stay static with everything. Um, Even in a dream world, there has to be potential problems. Otherwise everything becomes stagnant and it's no longer a dream. It's just a regular reality. And what they're trying to push here is or not push here, but what they're trying to propose here is that nothing's going to be perfect. Let's learn. Let's learn if there's going to be some bad things, we have to learn how to deal with the bad things. If there's going to be good things, we can learn to appreciate those better things. Now that we've seen how things can get just as bad. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, what, what did you guys think? Speaking of, I, I know, uh, I know, America Ferrera is not technically the uh, the main character for this, but what did you guys think about that that uh, little that moment? I, I know it wasn't a big plot twist; it happened like halfway, not even uh, through the movie, where we find out that you know Barbie forces herself into the real world because she has to go fix this young girl or who she thought was going to be a girl uh, who was having you know uh, dark thoughts, uh, and it was translating to the uh, to the Barbie world, and then we find out later. It was America for an adult, an adult mother, uh, all along. 
uh, what did you guys think about that? I asked specifically because, yes, if you're uh, one of our friends, one of our listeners, you know, we're not exactly spring chickens. So, you know, we're, we're, we're on the <laughs> other side of uh, we're all on the other side of 30. So I'll be perfectly honest when that hit or when that came out, I'm like, again, I never played with dolls, but I think a lot of the message speak, spoke to me because it's like, oh, shoot. All right. <laughs> it's like because I think everybody not it's not again, it's not an LA problem or a this or that problem, but it's like, yeah, we all I felt like that spoke to me too because I think men, women uh, and every everyone in between, like we all feel those weird negative feelings of inadequacy or like what could have been um again, some of us here are parents like that stuff kind of hit close. I'm like at what point and I have a I'll be honest, I have a teenage son and I have an adult son. Both of whom are like, uh, we're we're kind of you know not it's not in a bad way, but we're growing apart in a good. I mean, you're growing up, y'all gotta you know you're gonna fly out of the coop eventually, but it still stings a little bit. So I'm like, all right, I don't like this movie at that point. I'm like, oh, all right. I looked at my wife. I'm like, I'm gonna step out for a second. <laughs> like, this sucks. The um, for oh. me, the coping mechanism of yes, I will get semi personal here is. <laughs> Um, like um, going into something that's nostalgic or something that you're very um familiar and um, you know you you find a comfort in. There's some things that you're comfortable in when you're having times of being down, times of having doubt, is mm-hmm. a great coping mechanism at least for people or at least me. Um, a lot of I, I've said this kind of openly a lot is that I do have. Um, bouts of depression and I have anxiety, social anxiety as well. And sometimes the only way for me to deal with knowing that eventually I'm going to have to leave my house for just a little bit or to do things with people to be social and whatnot, I have to comfort myself first. And for me, a lot of it at times, it's playing video games. Um, as a child like that, if I knew I was going out to hang out with other kids, maybe... I would kind of do what people like girls do with Barbies with my GI Joes and, you know, act out scenarios and be like, okay, so if this is something that, you know, happens um, between the GI Joes, maybe it's a way that I can possibly fix it or uh, use it mm-hmm. to to apply to real life. It's a, a mechanism that I feel it might not be the healthiest, but it is something that is a lot healthier than a lot of other things that people go towards. And um, seeing that kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I, I I really appreciated the twist more than anything, because saying that the problems were about adults rather than just children meant was really like a great shift in saying that this movie is not recognizing that this is just about children anymore. This movie is supposed to be a universal thing mm-hmm. where it can apply to both the children being like, oh, I've outgrown this. And then the adults being like, Yes, I did outgrow it, but I want to go back to it because it made me feel better than oh, and it reminded me of the better times. Right. Yeah. Like the inner child, right? We're all yes. trying to get that back or find yeah. a little little Hope. bit of it in our everyday yeah. lives. You know, like that sense of innocence, that sense of I don't know, like being a kid, you're you're just so fearless, right? Because you didn't know any better. So I feel like it was just going back to that. Going back to that. Yeah. This, this again this movie had no right being as smart as it was but i guess <laughs> like like you said courage i think it's i guess it's uh miss gerwig's mo to to be to pull this kind of stuff off 
Yeah, and one worry for me is that uh, you know, is that since it's it was so unique, um, you know, we you I don't pretty sure you guys have heard it. Like the uh, you know, the company Mattel is now like has all these plans and all these different like um like uh, uh items and everything. It's like there's no way now. There's really no way for you to copy what Greta Gerwig did with the Barbie. You know, so where does this go from here? You know, what are people going to do? Because I would hate, um, I, I would hate for, you know, um, like the next um, Barney movie or something like that. going to be uh, <laughs> existential That's like, there. Re research, <laughs> you know, search for, for meaning or something like that. Yeah. The, the Hot Wheels movie is going to be like about environmentalism, dude. <laughs> and capitalism. <laughs> are you I talking about like the Gran Turismo a... movie? <laughs> because <laughs> that's what that movie is about oh, was it I, I haven't yeah. seen that one dude that that's also a funny thing to me is that that Gran Turismo comes out in the same uh time that the Barbie movie does and tries to accomplish the same thing where and and let's not let's you know be pretty much straightforward with the initial goal of a Barbie movie was to move Barbie merchandise and that's kind of the same thing they're trying to do with the Gran Turismo movie it's like Oh, you loved how you saw it on the big screen here. Um, how about you know you come reminisce with us by playing Gran Turismo or for even for Barbie? It's like you know if you appreciated all the uh, toys that you saw here, there's a way to purchase them. I wonder how you can do that. Oh, you can go to your local, I guess Target now because that's pretty much on the place that sells toys, and you know pick up some of the items that you've seen here. It's a lot about we said capitalism. But the thing that, like you guys keep saying, is and it's smart, is that they sneakily suck in a message that can appeal to everybody abound. So here's the thing that's going to be smart is Christmas and the holiday season is coming up. Guys who saw it and were like, okay, my wife or my daughter really appreciated the movie. Um, let's get her some uh, vintage dolls from, you know, uh, back in the 70s or something. Be like, hey, remember that toy that they had in here? Here's this now. And uh, But people who are... Uh, who were never into it in the first place and now have seen this movie, I can be like, okay, maybe I can, you know, start getting into it somehow. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of my other favorite moments, but we sorry, speaking of toys real quick, uh, but I finally get how my wife feels when I watch a Marvel movie. Because whenever we watch a Marvel movie, they always throw in Easter eggs. And I'm that guy mm -hmm. who's like, oh, if you actually look at this, those are the, the that's from the scene from this one or in the comic books. That's this. She actually pulled that on me. It's like, oh, did you know that that doll actually existed? And that da, 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 da. was like, OK, <laughs> so again, it's it's it was. Yeah, it's funky how this movie again. Uh, my nieces loved it. Um and so did my wife. So I guess it really is. It's one of those odd, weird, great generational things that spoke to a wider audience than uh, they were expecting. Or I don't know, maybe they were optimistic and hoping it will hit all the check all the boxes. But yeah, th this movie was just hilarious to me and, and in a good way. Again, and like uh, I, I can't remember my, uh, Michael Sarah's character's name. But um, yeah, my wife said she actually had one of those guys because her dad didn't want a Ken doll in her house. Or her brother did something to her Ken dolls, which seems to be the other thing. I don't know if your brother did anything to your Ken dolls, but yeah. Yeah. Um, or your Barbie dolls, I mean. Uh, well, I also had a Ken doll, but yeah, I, I, growing up, I was the only girl. Um, 
my brother, I had, you know, uh, all my cousins were boys. All the cousins that I hung out with regularly were all boys. So they always had their own thing. Barbie was my thing. It was the only thing that was my thing. Um, and I would find, coming home, I would find my dolls <laughs> in compromising positions. Um, and I'm like, Thanks for cleaning uh, that up. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay, never again. Um, but yeah, going back to the Easter eggs, um, yes, that was probably, uh, visually the movie was great. We all, right, yes, all know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Every, uh, you know, Barbie World or Barbie Land was, um, I don't know, just so like impeccably styled as a Barbie Land should be. Um, but I feel like watching the movie, I, I had little flashbacks of, you know, the little, like, running the brush through Barbie's hair. And I I, I swear I had the, that ice cream parlor set. Like, I, it, it just, like, came back to me, like, all, like, all throughout the movie. So, yeah, it definitely had the, had the same feeling of watching a Marvel movie or, like, uh, any one of those, like, um, comic book superhero movies, just finding, like, the little pieces that you remember that, you know, remember from like the comic book i don't know it's just it was just so fun <gasps> so fun yeah um w- one last thing for me um i thought it had the uh I, I, would you call it an end uh end credit scene um where um where in the end where we find we find out that um barbie stays and then he um oh, she yeah, decided yeah. i i thought that was one of the best like swerves that i've ever had in the longest time because even sure. I, like i was so invested in the whole movie that i was like what what job is she gonna have yes mm-hmm. yeah i was <laughs> what like did, what is what it <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and when I that thought... reveal came out i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> i thought for sure she'll be like a barista or something so yeah like, i when, thought the, i thought the same thing happened, yeah i was like oh I thought she was gonna get some low-paying job, either that or like some kind of like Mm -hmm. secretary, and be like, "Was this movie all for naught? Did we not learn anything about anything?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah, big swerve, very nicely done. I was a little more optimistic. I thought uh, I was a little more optimistic. I thought she she would have gotten a job at like uh, what do you call it, Um, at Mattel, uh, working with all those guys. Which again, hilarious that she walked into the uh, board of Mattel and it's like literally a dozen dudes in black suits. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But I would have been, been happier if uh, the owner of Mattel ended up being Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, because uh, the, the oh, because uh, because Rhea yeah. Perlman, you know, Rhea Perlman, yeah. Aww. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, sorry. Again, aside, I loved watching this movie with my wife and knowing her history. When they reveal, like, I didn't know this, but yeah, Barbie was apparently the daughter's name, and so Nini's like, "That's right, that's true." I'm like, "Oh, that's so sad, but kind of mm-hmm. great." But I don't know how to feel about this. Like, you know, the inventor of GI Joe probably, you know, his kid probably wasn't named Joe. So I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was. Who knows? It's a, a military term, bro. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> That's what I figured. Yes, that I was know. the worst thing ever. <laughs> I'm trying to think. His I'm name like, wasn't GI. No, like, there's no like you know maybe gastrointestinal. The guy, the guy who invented Transformers had a truck as a kid. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, yeah. And actually, okay. Last, I, uh, I was and, so impressed with Lewis this whole episode. Up until then. You know, like great <laughs> and everything. 
And then he goes, G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. <laughs> My father named me G.I. Joseph. <laughs> Uh, I, I, my, my last thing too is uh, I think of the endings uh, I, I think Margot Robbie knocked it out the park but I do like uh, it doesn't happen often enough and I think it has to is that I'm glad that uh, Ken um, Ryan Gosling's character did not end up with her I think that's a good lesson to be had um, I think after decades of 80s and 90s rom-coms where the good guy ends up or the girl ends up with a guy and whatnot. I think it's good to end that. Um, you know, it, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite sitcoms lately, uh, Shit's Creek, uh, where the main girl did not end up with her, the man of her dreams. And that's okay. And that's okay. okay. Like, wait, dude, you said you, lately, like you just started I, watching. We just Shit's finished. Creek? No, 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 no. We finished it like okay. COVID, I think. So, yeah. So yeah, oh. I think we finished it. Yeah. Just a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a long backlog that you guys all gave us, and we thankfully got all of them through. So yeah, like I was happy. Okay, but was um, that in that new perspective of yours? Um, are you happy that um, that she ended up with Pacey? I don't know, man. <laughs> I still don't know about that one. Some okay. things are sacred. Like Ross should have should have always been with Rachel, uh, but. I'm I don't saying. know about paid Joe. Yeah, Joey should have been with. I don't know, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a good question. I, I get trying to stretch out Dawson's Creek, but dang it. But <laughs> but this is new me. This is new me. This is post. <laughs> this was there was Lewis before Barbie, and there's Lewis after Barbie. That's, that's, there's a delineation. <laughs> Say BB and AB. Yes, BB and AB. <laughs> yeah, BB. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad oh. he didn't. Oh my uh, God, Lewis is like going down the drain right now, guys. We gotta, we gotta wrap it up. It's getting late. It's getting late. <laughs> Brain not working so good. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, H, did you want to ask your questions or any last thoughts on the Barbie movie, the Barbie phenomena? Maybe we just end it with the Barbie thing. Yeah. Oh, That'd okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds um, good to me. If anything, I think Coming it up. just does show that there are there's still room in the world for um new and creative movies, movies that get you thinking, movies that can get a, a lot of different people to watch it, whether whatever reason they're watching it for, and for them to enjoy it enough times for it to be the biggest movie of the year. It says a lot. So, you know, they should the creators of that should be proud. Yeah. Anybody involved in this production should be proud of what they did with it. Absolutely. And I think yeah, I think you hit it right. H like this movie, the only other movie that I can think of that like that hit the same way this was was Lego. In a way that it was about a toy. It seemed cartoony and 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 kiddish, but at the same at the, at the end of it, like they had a mad, wonderful lesson in it that mm-hmm. yeah, you can walk away from. So yeah, uh, I think it it's definitely one of those sweet spot movies that I'm not sure if we're gonna get or see another one in a, in a while. Uh, Dennis mentioned it already. I know Mattel is like fast tracking a bunch of movies. I doubt or I don't know. I'll be optimistic. Maybe they'll do it, but again, Hollywood is. I is, did. Is, I did pull it up. Oh, you did. Which one? I'm looking forward to the Uno movie. By the way, <laughs> oh, God. There, it's, it's on the list. Uh, I pulled up a Vulture article, and Barney is one. Polly Pocket. First of all, Barney. Barney is starring uh, Daniel Kaluuya. No, who will no. also what? produce that, that's from Get Out. That has been edited already. By the way, 
because oh, um because originally they were um he, he was gonna make it um kaluyified um but just <laughs> recently within the last like week um somebody from Mattel made it a point and said it's going to be it's gonna it's not going to be odd or or like he used the <laughs> okay. word so it's gonna be normal <laughs> oh okay well that's good i guess uh, as normal as a purple dinosaur will get sure okay is it is it gonna be about like is it gonna be like barney uh showing how barney survived all these years by feasting on old people <laughs> yeah and that's because why he's... there's no friends in the movie because you eat them. There you go. Yikes, dude. <laughs> uh, Polly Pocket is what? Yeah, there's no there's no correction or update on this Vulture article, but thank you, Dennis. Mm. Polly Pocket, there's one. Bob the Builder, Uno. That's hilarious. Uh, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to Uno just because I want it to be like, um, I want it to be like an action, like an action adventure movie. Um, but with with uh, where all of a sudden they find these magical Uno cards, and then as they're, <laughs> as they're like running, it's gonna be a mixture of that and um what what's what's the um crap? What is that movie um where the where they're able to the dream world where they're able to like shift like the 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 buildings and everything? And Nightmare on Elm Street. No, uh, Inception. Inception, yeah. Inception, that one. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna be Inception, but um, as you're running around, you're gonna have a, a character, and then they're gonna be like, uh, they're gonna be like reverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was gonna be the big plot twist at the end. I reverse. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um... the, the, the plot twist at the end is you didn't say Uno. Then, <laughs> no, I'm stuck in Jumanji, Sorry. and then fade to black. The end. <laughs> oh, well, man. I hope I hope any any one of these like projects are you know, Rem- remotely close. <laughs> the hell was that, Harold? What are you eating? Not me. That came some from someone else's mic. Are you sure, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> Is it your lantern again? <laughs> It's We're the same to turn on the flashlight light. and the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron trying to turn on the light by like starting a match. Hold on. <laughs> I was trying to eat in the dark and I couldn't find it. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Well, on that note, I'm just gonna call it. <laughs> yeah. It's been called. This this has been another episode of the Darkest Timeline podcast. Um, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I loved everyone's viewpoints today. Thanks so much for sharing. I love that you guys get it. Um, I am one of your hosts. My name is Krisha. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. My name is Harold. Hey, Harold. Uh, recording's over. So, uh, what do you what do you really think? I liked it. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> It was there were slow moments, obviously, but oh, whoa, by the way, how are you gonna call her? Whoa, that? whoa, you can't <laughs> use that word. That's her name's Kate McKinnon. Um, oh, <laughs> also, Lou, the guy's name is Alan, and I feel Alan wow, like <laughs> anybody who's named Alan who are both close to your friend, your close friends, would be really offended that you forgot that. I know, <laughs> both of my Alan friends are gonna be like, hey man. <laughs> Okay. He was a big part of that. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye, Alan.